Um, there are two passages tonight. The first is from Luke chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, his brother, the tetrarch of Aturia and Trachonitis, and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low. The crooked roads shall become straight, the rough ways smooth, and all people will see God's salvation. Amen. And the second passage is from Philippians chapter 1, verse 3 to 11. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all of my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Amen. Don't want to set fire to the sermon notes. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Hang on a minute. Uh, sorry, that's Star Wars, isn't it? Uh, let's try again. What it says here, um, a long time ago, in a land far away. Uh, that's better. Uh, because this is something um, Jesus says in a parable. An illustration designed to get us thinking. And with a sting in the tail. Uh, but before I reveal more, let's pray. Gracious Father, please speak directly to us using your word and my words to bring challenge and encouragement, sending your Holy Spirit to transform and empower us. As we respond, enable us to bring honour and glory to your Son, that all people will see your salvation. Amen. In private, alone with his disciples, explaining his teaching, Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is like a student who finds a great careers advisor producing a perfect plan. What A-levels to study, uni to apply to, course to take, before devoting the next five or ten years getting into their chosen trade or profession and realising their dream. 
Or a young, fast-track executive who links up with a brilliant life coach, enabling them to focus on achieving increasing success in business and being the best version of themselves. Or a mature professional, maybe an empty nester, who engages a canny wealth advisor developing a pension strategy to really enjoy their retirement. Perhaps doing all those things they missed out on earlier during all that study, career effort, saving for the future. Because they're worth it. Now, obviously, that's not what Jesus says. They're just modern examples to get us thinking. In fact, Jesus begins like this. The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. But I can hear some of you asking yourselves, what's this got to do with Advent or those Bible readings for the second Sunday? Well, all will be revealed later. For now, let's be clear. I'm not saying those things, studying hard for qualifications, pursuing a successful career, securing a decent pension, are wrong in themselves, far from it. In fact, I've spent much of my life on them too. However, to be brutally honest, they're all somewhat missing the point. They're like cinema popcorn without the movie, or icing without the Christmas cake. Because the full parable goes like this. The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. So what's this got to do with Advent or today's readings? Well, surely Advent's a time when we prepare by looking back, remembering the past, the miracle of Christmas, that God the Father loved humanity so much, sending his only son Jesus to become one of us, before going on to die in our place so we can be put right with God, and rising from the dead so we can enjoy new life. We prepare by looking forward, anticipating the future, the promised return of Jesus, when all the harm and damage to God's world, which humanity causes, will be healed and all will be restored as God created it to be. Well, yes, and amen to both. And they're truly good news. However, there's more. Because Advent's also a time when we prepare by looking to the present and by playing an active part, ushering in God's salvation, the good news. And now, at last, a direct link with John the Baptist and our reading from Luke's Gospel. The word of God came to John. At a particular time and place, his present. He went into all the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, fulfilling the words 
of Isaiah the prophet. So, John plays an active part in and around the Jordan, his parish, town, college, community, or workplace. By preaching tough love, calling people to repent. And that means turning away from sin. That's all the wrong things we think, say, and do, which cut us off from the living God. And turning back to follow Jesus so we are forgiven, put right with God. And he does it by preparing the way for the Lord. That's Jesus. Answering the call to hard work, it's road building, or serious effort for the good news. He does it in reaping a harvest, the promised consequence. For Isaiah's prophecy is unambiguous, and all people will see God's salvation. Yet, I can still hear some of you wondering to yourselves, okay, but what's the link with Philippians? Or maybe even muttering under your breath, why Philippians? Again, didn't we just do Philippians? He didn't say to death, Ben. And I'll grant you, the link to Advent isn't so obvious. But Paul's whole letter to the Philippians is about living out the good news. Whether that's by choosing joy, bringing joy, being full of joy, or living as citizens of heaven, showing the reality of God's rule and reign in and through our lives, or imitating the awesome sacrifice of Jesus Christ and serving others in humility, shining as lights in the dark sky of our modern world, or playing an active part as partners in the gospel. For Paul begins his letter saying, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. Why? Because of your partnership in the gospel, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. That word, partnership, carries a strong sense of significant commitment. Like to a business, a common enterprise, where partners are co-owners. Partnership means being well and truly invested, wholeheartedly devoting our gifts and talents, full-time and with maximum effort, putting in all the money and resources required for the gospel to succeed and all people see God's salvation. Partnerships for life, not just for Christmas or Advent. Putting this together in a nutshell, the word of God today for each of us, individually and collectively as church, is calling us to play an active part. Jesus speaks of selling everything to gain the kingdom of heaven, that pearl of great value. 
Paul rejoices in the Philippians because of their ongoing partnership in the gospel. John responds to God's word, preaching tough love and putting in the hard effort for the good news. And last but not least, empowered by the Holy Spirit, Isaiah prophesies, all people will see God's salvation. Which makes now the moment for me to conclude. Making time and space for us to respond for the next several minutes, asking the Holy Spirit to move in and among us. While we're doing so, let's ask ourselves, am I, are we, selling everything to invest in the kingdom of heaven, living and sharing as a partner in the gospel? Am I, are we, hearing the word of God and responding as a prophetic voice and presence? Let's ask God, how do you want me, us, to respond? Let's listen to the word of the Lord. The kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel, being confident that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. The word of God came to John. He went, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, fulfilling the words of Isaiah, a voice of one calling, prepare the way for the Lord, and all people will see God's salvation. So let's respond first in silence, and then let's keep responding as the music begins, whether that's by sitting or kneeling or standing, whether you stay where you are or you come up to the front, let's commit to action, not just today or for Advent, but for life. And if or when God speaks a particular word to you, please write it down. On your hands, a piece of paper, or a phone, whatever, lest we forget. So we pray, come Holy Spirit.